Hey, welcome to Box Office Breakdown, where we break down the weekly box office and give some insight into future weekends to come. Star Trek blasted off into space to hold number one, and The Secret Life of Pets definitely hung on to that number two spot. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey guys, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. The music was going nuts. I know, it's like, music's exciting. Uh, and if we could get the chat up, please, that'd be great. Sorry we didn't say that beforehand. Uh, my name's Carrie Lane, and you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I'm joined by my awesome co-host. Hi guys, I'm Quinn Skillian. You can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. What's up, guys? It's DJ Richie Sky. You can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter and on Snapchat at Richie Sky. Nice. And I was trying to, I didn't plan ahead on this one, but I was trying to think of some witty one with the titles, and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Frank is pro at that, and Frank is still on a, a job thing, so he's gone. He'll be, he should be back for next week. And uh, so let's get started with top five for the weekend. Number one, Star Trek Beyond. Are we surprised it got number one? No. I think we all pretty much yeah. predicted that. Yeah, I think we were a little bit more surprised about the box office. The yes. number. The number we were looking at. We all went way higher. For last week, we had Richie at 65, Quinn was at 70, and I was at 68. But it Ooh, I was only... close. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> you were closer. I think, yes, you were. You know what? Here's the sad thing. is like you always, you go a little lower, and but you're always closer. So maybe we're just being a little too I think I'm conservative with my numbers sometimes. Maybe. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what it's... Mm, I'm not feeling that people are like into certain things right yes. now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay. Okay, guys. All right, we got some chat looking up at that right now. We're talking about Born for next week, which we will talk about that. Um, oh, yep. Thanks. We're talking about some animated movies that aren't really listed. Yeah, Kubo and the Two Strings. I'm looking forward to that. Are you guys looking forward to that one? Do you know what that is? No. No. It's an animated... Uh, well, what's a good way to describe it? Like, I think it's Japanese. I'm not 100% sure, but it looks cool, like, claymation kind of looking. But, yeah, you should look that one up. Okay. And then, um, so like, what was the one that was, like, like one of those? And Trolls, they said. Yeah. Sa- sausage Party? What is that about? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, what is that about? I only say it because I just saw a huge billboard for it's, it in Hollywood. Essentially, if, like, condiments and were alive. But they're, like, but it's, like, Seth Rogen in them. So yeah. It's supposed it's to be, pretty, like, pretty rated vulgar. R. Yeah. yeah. It's very vulgar. I saw the okay. trailer like, for it. ad is, like, it can get up, and it's, like, the sausage, and it's essentially <laughs> Oh, I saw the trailer. Listen. I saw the trailer before Ghostbusters. And it was like all about like those, those those sausages just really wanting to be like in the buns, and the buns yeah. look just look like vaginas. They like they do. didn't even try <laughs> yeah. and like pretend like that wasn't yeah. what it was. Listen, and normally I'm not here for animated adventures, but that one I'm here for. Okay, so someone uh, Star Drew made a good comment that we kind of talked about this. If Star Trek or since Star Trek premiered at Comic Con, did that deplete the numbers because less people saw it because they were at Comic Con? Because Star Trek only came in at fifty nine um, million compared to their previous one, which was higher. See, I just don't think so because there's just not that many people at Comic Con. First of all, I mean, like well, comparatively to the rest of the country. Yeah, I was gonna ask. I'm like, okay, so I've never been to Comic Con, but I've always wanted to go. But are there that many people there? It's over a hundred thousand people. But I feel like it's it's more getting people excited who are at home who aren't there because they're online. They're seeing things on Instagram. True. It's, yeah. it's reminding them that like, oh yeah, Comic Con that kind of gets you in the mindset that you want to go see yeah. that type of movie. I almost feel like it's probably better advertising for the movie. I- 
I, I agree in terms also because Comic-Con is a great way where it's uh, ripple effect marketing yeah. because yeah. they have a lot of advanced screenings. I also like that's how you introduce something. Yes. You they, know what I mean? They had a lights out screening that was sold out. Mm. They had a nerve screening that was sold out. Um, I think they might have done one or two other ones. Um, and so it's a great way for people, they'll see it for free and then they'll tell their friends and it, you know, so forth and so forth. Nice. So it's like grassroots marketing in that way because yeah. it's more word of mouth which really yeah. does get somewhere there because you're more likely to go if your friend's like yeah no it really is cool yeah. compared to some billboard that's like hey new movie mm-hmm. you know and so. it's comic con it gives it like a kind of a little bit of clout you know I yeah. Think yeah they kind of have that name attached they saw it there uh <clears throat> and then around yeah okay so around two hundred thousand people which would be about two million if they all went to see star trek yeah it was definitely over a hundred thousand people i don't know if they quite are up to 200 though the downtown area has a lot of people i was at comic con uh has a lot of people there that aren't necessarily badge holders too so there's a difference um and i did see star trek there we go i've finally seen a movie i was about to ask did you see it i did i saw it earlier what did today you think? uh i actually had a really interesting experience i saw it with 40x my goodness i have not sat in a 40x theater really like this is better than seeing it in like theme parks where they do 40x because your chairs like totally move and they kind of have that weightless sensation okay so I would kind of recommend it. It was really cool to see it for Star Trek. Like, it could have seen it for some other movie, but I'm like, no, the Outer Space one. But there's a lot of action in this movie, so your chair was bumping around, like, three-fourths of the movie, I'd say. I was looking online on Twitter and people saying that the action scenes were, like, clunky and hard to follow. Did you find that? No, it's just constant. It's very... There's a lot of... There's a lot of shit that goes down really quickly, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of nonstop. Oh, that's what I like. And then I, they I did need lots of that. They did have a little thing at the end for for, for Leonard and um, for Anton. Okay, in memory of Leonard and for, and then they wrote for Anton. Oh, and I will admit, I got a little choked up when he first is on the screen. You're just like, <sighs> that's wow. what this say. Yeah, that's really hard. Wow. Um, but it's really cool. I do recommend seeing Star Trek. It was very fun. It's yeah, on I'm my never, list. never really a fan of the 3D movies. I am. I actually... normally wouldn't pick that, but it was like had special tickets for it, so I was like, sure, this is a sure. movie to use them on. Yeah, yeah, but might yeah. as well. I want that experience where I felt like I'm moving along with the movie, though. It was. I, it is kind of cool. I, I want you that. should try it. I love Let it. me know. Mm-hmm. I'm have try you got? It. There we go in the chat and uh, on the YouTube video down below. Have you guys? Do you like seeing it? Does how you see a film matter that much to you? Does it matter if it's 3D? Does it matter if it's IMAX? Does it matter if it's 4D where your chair moves around? How much does that experience enhance or detract from your viewing? Because there's a lot of 3D movies that, if they're not done well, just give you a headache because, like, the exactly. edges are weird. Yeah. Exactly. Especially because, like, it's a movie like, that wasn't supposed to be in 3D. Yes, and then they like, do it post. And like, and, or didn't need to be in 3D. Yeah, you're like, mm. Not every movie needs to be in 3D. Exactly. So, yeah, let us know uh, down below uh, if you... In the comments on the video, and if you're in the chat, we'd love to hear what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally... It's not... I don't want to pay more, generally, for it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Certain movies have been kind of cool. <laughs> like, I remember seeing uh, 300 in IMAX, and that was kind of fun. Or, so, like, uh, Avatar. Avatar in 3 Yeah, yeah. I feel like so, that's something epic, you have to see like epic that. Epic movies. Uh, can we click Ooh, back over to the chat, 40. please? Thank you. Um, uh, yeah. Fight scenes. Okay, sure, shaky camera, but you know what? So many, many movies now have shaky camera that I'm sadly, I think, getting used Do to. Do you guys think that maybe they, because um, I've been seeing Brian I thought so. Anton yeah. had a huge role in the film. Do you guys think that maybe, like, they did, maybe they would go back in and recut and add him, like, add him in more a little bit than they would have? Do you think they, that anything changed with the cut um, of the movie well, after that? No, actually, Anton and Sulu don't have ginormous roles, mm-hmm. and even Ohura is a little not in it a whole lot. I mean, it's a lot more. Kirk has a pretty big role. 
Um, I'm just saying, do you think that they oh, would do would that? Do a remaster? Yeah, like go back and maybe like recut it afterwards, just kind of like. They made it how he was when he made it how it was when it was alive, mm-hmm. so it'd be kind of. I, 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 I don't know. Just a good question. question. Mm. Yeah. All right, so we're getting some people. Uh, yeah, 3D, if it helps the experience, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. IMAX, yes, IMAX, probably better. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. For, 3D, 4DX, IMAX, doesn't really matter as long as it can, you know, if they're used well. Yeah. And back when they first started doing 3D, and it was like the hand coming out mm-hmm. at you, and then it was cool because they would do it like every so often, yeah. but now it's just like... Yeah, I can't really yeah. tell that some movies are really 3D. When, it's you, just like, when you guys go yeah. to like the non-3D version of movies that are in 3D, yes, and you go, and you're like, I get that that was, that was in 3D, that part was in <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know exactly yes. what you guys are doing. Yes, well, good, one of my favorite 3Ds as a kid was Captain Neo at Disneyland. Oh, really? Uh, I yes. remember seeing the, like, the Disney Philharmonic or something like that. And like I don't know, that'd be interesting. There was a lot of it was like smelly. It was like smells too. Oh. And like the kind oh, of yeah. thing when like things are always not touching your feet and you're you know you're Disney wet for some reason. Did such a great job with those types of yeah. things back in the day. Yeah. So there you go. Another comment. What's your favorite three movie you did see in three D that you thought they did it really well? Mm, that's um, a good one. Interstellar maybe. And Jurassic World three D was a waste. <laughs> Gravity in three D. What one? How to Train Your Dragon. Yes, and see, animated movies yeah, do an excellent so job with 3D better, because so it's not better. real. Mm-hmm. And so it's you can not... suspend disbelief yes. a little bit more. You feel mm-hmm. more immersed in it. It's easier for them yeah. to do it anyway. Yes. 3D these days is to is more to add depth to the films. I just disagree. Yeah, I remember seeing Alice in Wonderland, the first one in 3D, and that one like totally gave me a headache. All oh, the yeah. edges were blurry the entire movie, and like anytime they moved around, you're just like, okay, I'm going to have a migraine. Yeah, I don't need it. I am. Right. Uh, well, that's good tangent on the format of films. Let's move on to um, <laughs> speaking of animated. Uh, number two, Secret Life of Pets, at twenty nine million down, about forty one percent. So, are are we surprised that that held number two? I'm not surprised. No, so nah. I'm just kind of like, oh, what's the next one going to be? True. What's the next <laughs> like, big you know animated? What I, mean? I feel sure. like they're coming in succession right now. Sure, it was the do- so Finding back Dory, to back and to then back it was Pets. Yeah. Kids matter. <laughs> they matter because they're, you know what? They're the future. Our children are the future, so we should give them good animated them good movies. movies. And that's what I have to say. I'm leaving right now. <laughs> I feel like both me and Michelle Obama had a wonderful night in terms of speeches. <laughs> and Melania see- Trump. <laughs> Did you see the speech that's like, no matter what you think about Michelle Obama, she she's the only woman in history to have a speech at the RNC and the <laughs> DNC? <laughs> Uh-huh. You gotta love, keep yes. those memes coming, guys. Yeah. All right. Uh, back out of politics. We got horror movie number three, Lights Out, coming in at twenty one million. Can I just tell you guys that I'm stressed? Yeah. Okay. And let me tell you why I'm stressed why because are you stressed? I, there are so many movies coming. This this I, I know because I can't see them all, <laughs> and then I can't commit to it because these people will just run me through yes. the the cold if I don't see it. So I have to like Stop figure out. Promises you can't keep. I know, I know, but I want to see so many of them. And Lights Out is one I have definitely wanted to see for a minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks. I mean, also, I think they started doing. Um, I think I remember Ty talking about how I seen. I saw a trailer for this movie so long ago. Like they've been. They, they really started promoting for this Lights movie Out. Like, oh, for yes. Lights Out. And man, oh gosh, it looks so scary. Oh, I can't do it. You you go see you tell me how it is. I went to oh, uh, I Taste of Chaos, which was like a group concert thing mm-hmm. or multi band concert, and they had a booth for it there, and you got to do a photo of like lights on, lights off, and it was like an animated gift that uh-huh. you got to have. Oh sure, t-shirts. yeah. So yeah, they were pushing that Listen, advertising. That trailer looks so creepy. Like I, 
the lady's turning the lights on and off, and the like. The woman is getting closer and I closer. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> Why do you turn them on? That's what I don't because understand. The mom, because people just have to see. With the ghost. I think do. that's the whole point. Is like the ghost is like the mom's like childhood friend or something, and the mom's like crazy, so she like doesn't want to turn the lights on because then her friend will be gone or something like that. That's like uh, the, that's the main gist that I've yes, gotten from the trailer. Thank you. Darkness Falls. I remember like oh that my god, one. that was a good one too. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, we've got yeah Moana is the next Disney Pixar, and then yes. Troll, yeah, isn't Trolls isn't there a Trolls movie coming? Yes, out? they said that in the fall will be Trolls, and then yeah, Kubo and the Two Strings will be and uh, late or August. Yes, <laughs> Kubo. Uh, though though the Pixar one is getting a little bit of flack for the Rock's character that his it's like stereotypical of like the Samoan look, like he's too big of a guy in terms of not necessarily muscular but like heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm like, really? Okay, everybody has to pick a fight about everything. Just for that, I'm going to see it. 30 bucks if he sees it. I am going to see that movie somehow, some way, this week. To not see it until September. (laughs) Is that like, why September? Is that when it's going to be on? I'd be gone. (laughs) That would be like, yeah, it won't even be around. It would probably be at the $3 theater by then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately don't remember exactly what my friends saw, uh, thought of it, but they saw it at Comic Con. Like they, that's the other thing, guys. Lights just out. so you know, yes, you don't even need a badge. Sometimes, like they'll just be handing things out because they didn't have a badge, and so they went and got in. Uh, yeah, they d- they did like it. They thought it was good. Some good jump scares in there. Nice. For sure. so. That's what I want to see. Um, no, no, you're not gonna see it. <laughs> no faith, yes. no faith in me. See, you have to change the reputation. You gotta, start yes. early. you gotta come in next week seeing every single movie in the top five. It's and too many. That's yeah, why I'm stressed. It's a little tricky. Saying. We just need to go spend the entire day at the movie theater. I, yes. I think I would have to. I did that one time when I was a kid. I had a my where I grew up in a small town, and our theater only had five screens. And one day, I actually saw all five movies in the theater. That's great. It's a very long day. You just like line. You were able to line up where it's like pop into each theater after. And I did mm-hmm. pay for every ticket. I wasn't theater. Oh, hopping. I didn't pay. I just paid for the one <laughs> ticket and saw where it, where it was like just starting. Ooh, I didn't get want, you. I know. <laughs> Though I will admit, I have theater hopped in my. Lifetime for sure. Uh, all right, Bad coming Rose in. Club up in here. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but they generally make their money on the concessions. I've worked at a movie theater too. The Thirty dollars so. for my popcorn. And Seriously, drink. You, okay, you worked at a movie theater. I did. did. You feel like you smelled like popcorn all the time. No, but you got tired of smell. popcorn really quickly. So my favorite thing was to do popcorn with cinnamon sugar that they did with the pretzels. Oh, that's a really good idea. A little Which sweet, really a little good. savory. Mm-hmm. Oh, I might try that. I like those Some places will let you use seasonings it. that they have now. Mm-hmm. So I just always go for those, those sour patch watermelon. I love go. anything sour too. Uh, po- yeah, prove us wrong. There we go, Richie. I will. Yes. I or will. what's really good? Popcorn and. Uh, Peanut M Ms or like goobers, so you get the yeah, chocolate and the peanut popcorn. Do you put them in? Like no, that? I, I I do. Like my friend Maddie, you know, does I have that. a hard time with sweet popcorn. It's just odd. To me. Well, you get no, no. You're not sweetening up the popcorn. You're doing the salty, and then you do a little bit of sweet. So then that's why when you don't oh, mix so it, you can balance them it out separately. Uh, yeah, like you like you do a bite okay. of one, bite of another. Like when you have I Chica- do that. Chicago style popcorn, right? And you have like the some of the caramel and some of the cheddar. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's you different. Eat, you have to eat them both at the same uh, time. Okay, that's different. Uh, there you go, guys. There's another fun uh, survey question. <laughs> Favorite way to have your popcorn at the movies? Specifically, or are you a no popcorn person? I have to eat it while I'm butter there. or no butter. Butter. Yeah, it depends Ten. on how a little bit. Little bit. Yeah, little just bit. A depends little on how I'm feeling. Butter. Like if I'm like I deserve it, I'll get yeah. some. If I'm like I, I don't really feel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then I am slightly a little bit surprised that it came in at number four. I was going for number five. Ice Age Collision Course came in at just a little over 21 million. 
I am not surprised not by surprised? this place. Another family one? It's like, I mean, not it's, surprised. it's look at these numbers though. 21.6 mm-hmm. for the, Lights Out, 21.3 for Ice Age, and 21 for Ghostbusters. Like that the was The kids like, just had too race, many guys. options. It was. The kids had too many options this weekend. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, what I, think. I don't. Okay, okay. I don't well, know. I don't know. I've never seen do. an Ice Age movie, so I feel like. I'm me neither. Yeah, that's another what one where I they just. What I am surprised going. about is this Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters holding in at number five, just, just over 21. I want to say, I'm going to go on the record here and say yes. that Ghostbusters was an absolute blast. I had so much fun in this movie. I know that people had lots of shit to say about it, but like, literally, I sat there with my friends, and like, you have to be such a Grinch to not just like have a good time while watching this movie. So, it was fun. It was easy. It was like, it was just like, it completely, like, you, we walked in there, we were like, we're gonna try, you know, we wanted to like it, and we liked it, and it was awesome, and it was so adorable. God, I want to add it to my list, but I can't say it out loud. You guys, um, it really, I've heard most, mostly positive feedback from, like, looking, scrolling through my Facebook feed, but it's one of those, I'm not really in a rush to see it, but I was like, oh, that's what happened at Comic-Con. They ran out of tickets for um, Lights Out, and then they were just going to let you go into another movie mm-hmm. for free instead, but Ghostbusters, that one, they filled up on that, too. But I was like, oh, see it for free, but I'm probably a matinee later, and yeah, most people, I haven't had many, most people who said flack about the film mm-hmm. was before it even really came that's out. That's what I'm saying. That's what so I was about like, to say earlier. Because you had to decide okay, that you weren't going to okay. like it. Yeah. Or whatever, and we like literally sat there, and we were just like, "This is like, I mean, is it like the best, most funniest piece of cinema? No, mm-hmm. but was it a blast? Yeah, sure, it was great. It was uh-huh. really fun. Apparently, you have a very roadies look right now. Imogen Poots, I've been watching that. I think it's okay. Okay, I'm, try- I'm, I'm still trying to get into it, but I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give that show a chance, and I like Imogen Poots, so I'm gonna take that one. To the You're bank. like sure. Well, a thing time. of, I can't unfortunately pull up the quote right now because I'm. I have my notes for our numbers on this. But a thing that was interesting, also mm-hmm. at Comic-Con, Joss Whedon made an interesting kind of quote, I'm paraphrasing, is the idea of we can't be upset that people are remaking movies because then it's a sense of entitlement of, like, this was my childhood and you're messing up my childhood, that it's good they're making it for another generation. And I was reminded of that because in, in the preview for Star Trek, uh, before it, they had the remaking Magnificent Seven. I'm like, why are they remaking that one? But it looks really good. And then they're also remaking... Oh, I'm totally blanking. Like, there was another one that you're like, that was a classic one. But then again, some of the movies we all love were remakes of something else. So, mm. no, yeah. it's you true. can't it's totally not- rag on a thing being remade. I, my only thing is, if any movie is ever remade, just not ignore the thing that came before it. Don't pretend it's brand new. Like, be, you acknowledge mm-hmm. that the other one existed as well. No, I don't have any problems with us remaking things because I have, like, an ownership of, like, I don't yeah. want it to ruin that thing that I did. Like, I don't think that's it. Yeah. it what it is for me more is just, like, have we have you really run out of stories to tell? Yeah, that, like, that's we can't, it. Like, then yeah. there's probably Oh, so- Ben-Hur, thank you so much. Yeah. That was the other one. But it does look really good, so it's like, ah, uh, okay. I it's, think it's, the problem was that it felt like there were so many remakes coming yeah. out, either in production, being mm-hmm. talked about, and or being like, released. We live here in LA, like, we know people who are writing really yeah. great stuff, yeah. and it'll sit on the floor of, like, mm-hmm. a producer's office for a year until the contract is up, and yep. it never gets made, and it's just, like, there are new fun stories to be told, and or just, like, weirder stories that are be told, and it's, like, that's why it's just, like, frustrating to see the same stuff over and over mm-hmm. again. This is true. Yeah. Uh, don't mind remakes, uh, why people don't like them. Yeah. Um, or, like, when uh, Inception came out, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, this is a brand new concept. And I was like, <clears throat> no, 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 no. Have you seen Paprika? Have you seen uh, Injury? Yeah, hit him with a knowledge. Yeah. I was just like, these all these mother movies. 
dream i'm like damn now dreamscape thank you i'm like ah. you're talking um, about in dreams with robert downey jr uh no i was dreamscape i was like the other dream one but mainly paprika like there are shot for shots of a lot of films by satoshi Kon that uh american directors have like copied completely so again i don't mind remakes just don't pretend that the other thing didn't exist yeah. Acknowledge. Like, um, that's the main... Own, like, Tarantino takes from so many other things, but then reimagines it, and you're like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. Like, homage to the things you love. And sometimes, especially if you're a film buff, it's, like, really fun to see yeah. the influences. The Easter eggs, yeah. It's really, really fun. Yes. Hmm. All right, and then we got... So now we'll go into the international numbers. So uh, Paramount launched Star Trek Beyond in 37 markets, including the UK, Germany, and Australia. Uh, territories where the franchise has traditionally performed extremely well, but surprisingly lost out to Steven Spielberg's The BFG in the UK. Star Trek opened to $30 million, uh, 14% below its franchise predecessor. Lights Out, Warner Brothers' new Lion horror film, opened at 8.5 for an impressive 21.6 domestic on a $5 million production budget. There you go. That's why horror movies do so well, because they mm-hmm. make them really cheap. Yep. It costs like uh, a penny to make. And not qu- cheap as in quality cheap. They just are able to make them mm-hmm. on a lower budget. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, all the actors... T- oh, I feel all the actors and actresses are still living... T- oh. Oh, yes. Good point. If the actors and actresses in the films that are being remade, don't touch it. There you go. Yeah, that's an interesting point. You know what's funny? We don't care what actors or actresses are in our horror movies. I wonder why that is. For horror movies, it doesn't yeah, matter like, who's it in it. It doesn't really. seem to matter who the actors are. I remember are I was talking. I was talking about the horror the movies matter less. Yeah, the paranormal activity thing where they they want they were people, like nobodies. They, well, they want people oh, to be less recognizable mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. scarier if mm-hmm. you're not watching someone like George Clooney get attacked because right. you're mm-hmm. like, well, right. it feels more like it could happen mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a movie thing, but a TV thing. I got to see the pilot uh, at Comic Con. More plugs. Mm-hmm. Um, of, Wait, sorry, did you go to Comic Con? I did. You were there. Oh, I but, didn't know. But it's more the things I saw, and I'm like, hey, this was cool, was, um, oh my gosh, now I'm like blanking on names. Sorry, I didn't mean that. No, uh, it was a new new show, and it's, um, I'll think of it later, but that was a new show, and they didn't have any name actors that I recognized, Mm -hmm. but it was still really cool. I'm kind of yeah. into that a little bit. Yeah, it was fine. It was. I felt it was refreshing. Yeah. Because, yes, we all love our actors and actresses that are famous. We mm-hmm. do. But it's nice once in a while to have new people. Never bothers me. Never. Yeah. I, I, people, like, I mean, it's cool when you see someone in, yes. in a show that you really like. But, like, I remember I grew up, like, watching, like, all this stuff on E4, and I had no idea who those Incorporated. actors were. Incorporated. That's the name of the new sci-fi Incorporated. show. Incorporated. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I think it's actually kind of fun to, like, to watch, you know, yeah. see new actors. I think, like, yeah. the more the better for me. Or you should mix, put some new mix ones in the up. mix. That's what I like. Mix it up. Yeah. Give me something new with yes. something that yeah. I already know. You yeah. know what I mean? I totally that keeps agree. it fresh. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, they, they, they like your, your sass. Alvin, my friend. My BFF. <laughs> <laughs> my BFF. She is so Straight- sassy. Oh, yes, we were talking about, uh, oh, again, we did. not <laughs> movies, but Stranger Things on Netflix. I definitely get Yo, a thumbs up finished it in like two days. Okay, I haven't so, finished it yet. Okay, I don't get it yet. So can somebody explain to me what the appeal of it is? Because I was watching Wait, it. Wait, how far are you? Like, I probably got to episode five, but I wasn't paying attention. Like, I was, like, doing... Go back. No, no, you have a background. This is not a show show that you pay attention in the background. Close the laptop and watch. 
Yeah. Stranger um, Things is so good, you guys. It's so, so yes. fun. And, like, it's, like, so refreshing to see a show that's, like, mm-hmm. set, that does the period really well. It does the style really well. Yep. It's, like, this spooky, E.T. Mm-hmm. kind of Spielberg-y kid story, but it's also, like, a horror show. It's, like, a horror... It's actually scary. It's scary. It's really? good. It, it, it is. It's acting you know, like, 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 like The three kids, the three young kids... They're great. ...are, like, so awesome. Real. Very yeah, like real. so real. I'm, like, so into it. Is it scary or is it creepy? Scary. Okay. It's scary. It is. And creepy. Yep. Because I like a good I like a good mix of both. I do the Dead of Summer <laughs> one and I call that one's more just creepy. And yeah. um Which I wanted guys, to see. Guys, if as you well. like that show, you have to watch this week's episode because they premiered that one at Comic Con. And oh my gosh, it was so crazy. So yeah, you have to watch that. Uh Stranger Things is more scary rather than um suspense. It's like it's an eight hour too. movie, I agree. It, it is did it's feel just like a nice that. long movie. Um, I'm here yes. for it. Stranger Things does have an homage to older films, but it's a nice thing because it doesn't really feel like it's copying them. No, it's, but more it's recognizing. You, you well, is one of those films it. Goonies? Yeah. Goonies, it has an E.T. If it's, if it's it Goonies, has, I'm here for it. You know, it's, been, it's young kids on an adventure. Okay. And like, oh, yeah, Exorcist on the fall and on Fox. Yep, there's a lot of good um, supernatural Wait, kind of shows coming up. <laughs> They're making shows of everything, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, pretty much everything. I'm not mad at All it. All right. Uh, back into the international numbers, we have Skip Trace, Jackie Chan's action comedy directed by Rennie Harlan, opened in China at number one and kicked Warner Brothers' Legend of Tarzan at number two. Ice Age Collision Course made history this weekend as Fox's franchise pushed over the three billion mark in box office receipts to top the top animated franchise ever, surpassing Shrek. So Ice Age just what what what? So Ice Age, <laughs> we'll rewind. Ice Age Collision Course has made history this weekend. Cause it, so it's Fox's franchise, and it got the $3 billion mark in box office receipts to become the top animated franchise ever. But they've made, like, five, so <laughs> right, that kind so of makes kind sense. Of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I might watch it because it's on Netflix. You have to watch. <laughs> but it is one of those, yeah, you can, you can, no, that is not a background. Now, that, that, this is another one of those. I cannot watch a movie, like, in the background unless I've already seen it. And even then, I might be like... Oh wait, what was I doing? Like, mm-hmm. I'll still watch. No, absolutely not. And like, I'm not. I'm a. I'm a pause Nazi. Like, if someone's talking in the movie, mm-hmm. I just I like someone I'm with. I pause. I'm like, are we done? <laughs> like, I first will... off, I love you for that. That's great <laughs> for that in general because that gets on my nerves. I, I mean, like, I will happily have a discussion with you, but we're going to pause the movie. But we cannot do it while it's going. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Like, you can say one line. When no but no character is talking, a grunt, yeah, I guess. a I comment, like for me, yes. something, but you cannot like, have dialogue. Yes, I think absolutely. It's like not. okay, oh, did it feel like we missed something? Okay, we'll go back and rewind. I'll rewind. Yes. No, or, I don't want to rewind. I, okay. We're just gonna pause it right here, and yes. you say what you need to say. Yes, you do, mm. and, and then I we'll have go it. Ahead. I don't want to watch a movie with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> because no, but you'll really be that person. Talker, but I do sometimes like to say, oh. But are you that person later who's like, I don't get it? Like I watched a movie with a friend, and she talked, and later was like, I don't get this, and didn't understand. Well, because you were effing talking the entire I'll time. Be honest, even if I don't get something, I never admit that I don't. Oh, get okay, it. then that's fine. Okay, stay there. Then that that's fine. Then you can be that person. That's fine. But if oh I really my goodness. need to go check, I'll look it up later. But I'm pretty with it. I think it's usually okay. I'm like, you can give your two hours or whatever and sit and watch the movie that these people made out there and respect that yes. time. They put all that effort in. And they you're going to sit and you're going to like it. I don't say you have to like it. But you're going to sit and you're going to watch it. Watch it critically. I'm very, I've always been very passionate about being an active viewer instead of a passive spectator. And not just yeah. sitting and watching just something 
like just hit you. It's when you're actually watching a movie, you're sitting there and you're thinking about it critically while you're watching the movie. I feel Certain very passionate ones, though, about that. Certain ones, though, you can't TV be too shows. critical about it, though, because you got it. Like, no, I have to. Just, I guess I don't mean critical. I just mean think about it, you know, in a in a world, more worldly sense. I'm not thinking about it. I'm living in it. Both. I'm a little bit both. It depends on the movie. Because certain movies, if you're paying too much attention, or if you're being too critical, you're just going to get annoyed. Yeah. You're like just just take it for granted. That's why I said, it's just too silly. Live in the movie like you're there with them. Yes, exactly. Mm. Ooh. All right. So then we got one more little bit. We got uh, now we top performing. Right now is Warner Brothers Legend of Tarzan, which powered through at another $45.4 million over the weekend, opening in China, Brazil, and Spain. So Tarzan oh, is getting some, the, their internet, getting got those some China love. numbers, getting man. some love. Yes. Good for them. All right, so with the newborn movie coming out for next week, we're going to do the top five grossing Matt Damon movies. <laughs> All right, so number one, we got The Martian. At opening weekend was f- just a little bit over fifty four million, mm-hmm. and lifetime was two hundred twenty eight point four million. Sorry, I'm like I I like to just round up, guys. So hopefully you don't mind. So I'm like, yeah, two hundred twenty eight. Uh, and then number two, we got Born Ultimatum. Opening weekend was sixty nine million, and uh, lifetime was two hundred twenty seven. So that's pretty darn good. Uh, Saving Private Ryan was thirty million open weekend and two hundred sixteen. Uh, internationally or the lifetime sorry interstellar looks to be kind of in there too at like a really close one i thought this came out last year interstellar or, or, or what? is it just me that's is that I, I could be totally wrong was that the one where he was stuck in outer space uh on I the different planet so. no that's martian that's martian okay never mind then yeah. That was me. My bad. Uh, I saw the Martian. It was On great. a different planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got number four, Ocean's Eleven at $38 million opening weekend. And uh, Lifetime is 183 And finally, we got Born, Su- Born Supremacy at $52 million opening weekend and 176 Lifetime. I'm actually surprised that Ocean's Eleven is the only Ocean's movie on there. Well, um, the first one was the first one, so obviously it'd do yeah. better than the other ones. Look at all these Bourne movies. Generally speaking. <sighs> i got to tell you, I never really cared much for the Bourne films. I love them. I know. They're, people love them. Or they all have, they're, of People are them. so passionate about mm-hmm. these freaking movies. That's oh why they God. made another one. Like, there you go. Interstellar I, I, was 2014 and Marshall yeah. was 2015. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you guys in the chat. We love your interaction with it because uh, I love The Martian. It. I accidentally saw The Martian. I did not want to see they it, don't but there was. You. I did. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved The Martian. I actually watched it again on the plane the last time I was on a plane. I was just I like, I didn't see that. I, feel good. I didn't want to see it, but it was the only thing that was new in the theater that day. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, oh. I thought it was like this really, really fun riding. It was good. Riding was the surprised. line between drama and comedy. Yeah. I, thought yeah. they, I thought they did that really, really well. And I, and, I, and honestly, like, how freaking likable is um, <laughs> Matt Damon? He's so You're like, what's the guy's name? So, so I'm always likeable. worried about movies where the person is located in an isolated location and it's just going to be on them the entire time to kind True. of really carry the movie. But it was really, really good. It's not that I hate the Bourne movies. I want to. I want to put it out there. I just like. Yes, I just please, was never interested enough. <laughs> I was just never interested enough to really go see them. I was so gonna say I've I, seen oh God, all so the good. ones on this list except Inter- uh, except The Martian. I feel like I'm and a I didn't like, see Interstellar, but I saw all the other. Me. I've seen all the Bourne movies. I like all of them. Uh, we were just talking about how the last Bourne movie didn't have Jason Bourne, so right. it's not quite as good because the thing is, you like. His storyline. No disrespect to Jeremy Renner. Yes, love him too, but it's one of those that's not quite the same. Vibe. It wasn't, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so let's look. So upcoming films, guys. We have for next weekend. We have Bad Moms, mm-hmm. Jason Bourne, Nerve, which is, which is actually opening on Wednesday. So it's interesting they're pushing their thing up. Uh, so we're gonna make. Let's do predictions for uh, for our numbers games, which was the one we did last time for Star Trek. So we'll go into uh, Jason Bourne. Let's do our prices right. We're going to do prices right for, for the Bourne. Jason Bourne, because that will be our big one. So guys, you guys <laughs> can play along as well, viewers. Uh, leave a comment on Twitter, on YouTube, or in the chat, though the chat isn't there permanently, so you only get to say it right now, but so you can guess along with us. And so we're going to guess what the opening weekend numbers will be for Jason Bourne. And a quick little bit of a few notes before predictions. Born Ultimatum opened up at 69 for opening weekend. Born Supremacy was 52. Born Supremacy, sorry, 52. Born Legacy was 38. That's one without him, right? That's one without him. And Born Identity is 27. So the thing is, it looks like Born Identity, which is the first one, nobody knows what it is. So it's not mm-hmm. quite as big. But when they know who it is and they know what that is, they are moving on and getting a lot of numbers. So... Are we ready to make some predictions on how much okay. Jason Bourne is going to make for opening weekend? Yep. Price is right. It's never ready. Anybody ready? Yeah. It's never I the price am is never ready. Right. All right, Richie, you are excited as ever. I'm going to say 45. 45? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to say. Um, you said 45. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go 40. Okay. Let's see. So the last one that he was, 69.52. Maybe I'll go higher because some people really like the Bourne movies and now that he's back. See, I have a logic though behind it. Okay, so let's, yes. Okay, so. No, no, my, I want to hear your logic before my I make logic my logic was for this. I feel like it's kind of like a relationship. The person is left, now you're back. Do I trust you yet? I don't know. Uh, I've got to really see what you're giving me this time okay, around. So I okay. don't. I feel like that's where we are with him right now. Like, uh, you left us. Now you're coming back. What are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do this time? Do I trust you? I don't yeah. trust him yet. So. Okay, I'm you should be go. a relationship coach. <laughs> I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 50. Cool. Because that's close-ish slash low, not, but you know. yeah. Closest so, slash low. That's like, that's yeah. a really, no, I'm that's saying that's a, I think yeah. that's a really good guess. Yeah. I think you might be right. So, yes, please make your guesses on Twitter. Uh, then now let's get into what we think the top five will be for next weekend, which you can also do as well. You can leave a comment uh, to us via Twitter, hashtag box office breakdown. Or you can say it in the chat, though, like I said, chat is not there permanently. But you can leave a comment in the YouTube video later, and then we will see that. Uh, no hype on the movie. Oh, everyone's waiting for Suicide Squad. Uh, true. That's a good point. No hype for Born. That's a good point. Uh, so, well, okay, we got a guess in here at 52. And also, we have Star Trek out, so we kind of have two action movies out. Yeah. They're going to kind of compete with each other. It's I can see that. Different, though. Totally different. No, no, very Sci-fi. different, but I still feel like maybe 58? the same, the same okay. demographic maybe would yeah. go see both films. I would see films. both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. They're, they're talking to me. Born. They're I definitely see Star Trek, though. So, well, you got by next weekend to maybe catch up on that. So, let's do our top five for next weekend. Oh, wait, there we go. Let's talk about um, them real quick. So, we got Bad Moms. Anybody on this panel excited to see them? This is the one with. Um, exactly. Mila Kunis. I was like, this is the one where you go, wait, what well, is this? One? Like, yes. I don't know. It's just like, oh, yeah, it is Mila Kunis. Kunis. You're not a bad Cameron mom. Diaz should be in this. 
Yeah. <laughs> She'd be the exact same cast as <laughs> yeah, Mother's Day, like... so just Julia Roberts. Um, Here, let me see. I'll be looking that up while we're... Because so, maybe yeah, she was one... in Bad Teacher. Maybe that was Okay, why. maybe. Huh. Yeah, I that's... feel that one... Th- there was a Twitter survey that was like, are you going to go see Bad Moms? And it was like a thing of seeing if people are actually interested, which was kind of interesting. You know... So, let's see. Top three actors. We got... Catherine Hahn, Kirsten, oh, Kirsten Bell, that was the other one, too, and Mila Kunis. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's another one of those, like, it's going to be a comedy, rated R, uh, three overworked and underappreciated moms are pushed to the limits, they ditch their conventional responsibilities for a jolt of long overdue freedom, fun, and comedic self-indulgence. Almost reminds me of Bridesmaids, uh, not Bridesmaids, <sighs> that really kind bad of- one with Kirsten Dunst. I feel like I would some I would see this based on someone's Netflix recommendation. Mm-hmm. It might be. It would be. It would definitely be one that I'll just watch because I'm just looking for some kind of like light thing. You know, I think it's going to be funny. I wouldn't they go all see look it. a little too pretty for my image of like moms. Bad moms, right? Yeah. Not that young moms or moms can't be attractive, but it's like if this is your average moms breaking out of their mundane as they feel life. Mm-hmm. It might be better really to pretty. yeah. Might get somebody else who's not quite as considered, which would actually probably make it funnier. Like Leslie Mann, like she's perfect at it. She's wonderfully put together, but also absolutely batshit crazy. There you go. So uh, I'll watch all three. Unlike Richie, who won't even see one. Man, this is gonna be a long going joke with you, Richie. You're not gonna see anything. (laughs) Okay, so we do have a guest on here. Uh, Sorry if we can't say your name right uh, because we're looking at screen across the room. Uh, Alban. Uh, born at 60, Star Trek 30, Pets 18, Lights Out 15. I'm not sure about Bad Moms or Nerve. Good point. Uh, so we got Bad Moms. So we got a comedy rated R, lady, leading lady cast, recognizable enough names, but it is one of those that you go, wait, who's in that movie? Mm-hmm. So mm, I, I feel they did advertising a while ago, but then like stopped. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was the thing I heard about like months ago. Like and last you year. need to refresh my memory. Um, but it's actually on my list. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Everyday cute. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. They could be like everyday cute moms. Yeah. Like these moms, I'm just like, I generally think of you guys as more like you're always like I'm too pretty. I know this is like lame that I saw this, but I saw what to expect when you're expecting the movie. And Elizabeth Banks was in that and she had kind of a great kind of vibe about her. So maybe something more along the lines. And then she's so funny. Then we have Nerve, which is a thriller. Excited about Born. Holds up predecessors. Yeah. Born trilogy. Yep. It's another one. Uh, watch the boss. That's enough. Kirsten Bell till next year. Yeah, and she's coming out with a new TV show too, so it's interesting. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks good. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm not sold on that trailer. No. I'm like, yeah. oh, the good really place. Excited. The good place is the name of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, a fun. Maybe. I think it's a fun premise. Yeah, we'll have to uh, see. Lines are so generic. OMG, Jason Bourne. Uh-huh. Yeah, good point. Um, all right, so we have yeah again, like we said, we have Nerve, which is a thriller. So, it's not a horror movie. Horror movies we know do well. But it is, I feel it's going to be one that's going to tap into, like, a youth audience. Because mm-hmm. it is so right now. now very now. Which is really kind of cool with <clears throat> movies when they do a good job of tapping into what is right now. Yeah. But it's one of those you have to get out now. And, yes, it will probably be dated later. But similar to what we've had on the show of our viewers telling yeah. you to do something, it's just like Nerve. Like, mm-hmm. I could see that as a future Thing you go. I'm just like really salty with Emma Roberts for ruining American Horror Story, so I think I just can't go see it. How does she ruin it? How did she? Yeah, how did she ruin it? Ugh, she totally watered down the entire series. 
I really think that she, okay. like, dumbed everything down. It was so cool. And then all of a sudden she gets in and it's like, oh, should this be on ABC Family? Because you're here. Mm. Oh, I'm so salty. Oh right. <laughs> I think it's fine. And I was glad what happened to her. And so you're like, fine. But mm. yeah, she's all right. Okay, let's get into our top five predictions for next weekend. Anybody ready with the top five? Sure. All right, Richie. So, dun 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 dun, dun I have Bourne, Jason Bourne, at Born? number one. Okay. For number two, I have Star Trek. For number three, I have The Secret Life of Pets. Okay. Number four, I have <laughs> Bad Moms. <laughs> Ironically. And number five, I have Nerve. Okay. All right. I'm going to go number one, Bourne. Number two, Star Trek. Three, Secret Life of Pets. Four, Lights Out. Five, Bad Moms. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do I think Star Trek will hold on to number one? That's a good question. Mm. Well, I agree with the Bourne hasn't had a whole lot of in- investment of, mm-hmm. like, getting people to go see it. So I'll go on a limb and put Star Trek at number one. Gasp. I know, guys. I, I do you crazy curveballs. You are always balls. the wild card. I do, but, you know, sometimes it's fun to see what it is, because then you're like, well, I wasn't that far off. True. Okay, um, but, you, but what, I'll what did you get for, but what did you guess for Born? $50 million? Oh, yeah, that's and right. So, <laughs> so Star Trek fine. is going to do what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, so we're putting Born at number one, Star Trek 2. Good point. I see. I forget that part. I'm like, oh, yeah, the money numbers. That's why I feel like we should do that second. Okay, fine. We'll throw it off. Yeah, it's a good point. We should do our top five. And then what number? So you can totally derail it. Yes, yes. All right, fine. So born number one, though. I But I feel it's people know what it it is. It's a franchise. It's familiar. So that's why. Mm -hmm. Dragon number two. uh, Number three. Well, Bad Moms coming there as a comedy. You know what? Maybe. I don't think it'll do. I'm not that excited about that one. But I feel that one's probably going to squeak in there and be excited. Just Bad Moms. It's a terrible name of the Uh, film. Nerve. I'm going to put Nerve at number four. So The Secret Life is not even on your list. I'm wondering if I'm going to bump that to five and lights out. See, I I want like a top six. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Or like a couple different ones. Uh, It could be this, it could be this, it could be this. Yes, all right. And then five, I'll put pets. Yes, there you go. See, number one, I'll go with Star Trek. I mean, Born. See, I'm still thinking of that. Uh, Born for number one, Trek for number two, Bad Moms for number three. Four is Nerve slash lights out. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, oh cheat. I'll be like maybe and then we're five Pets He's is gonna hold on to we're only allowed to do it for one universe only one not parallel universe uh, I know that's one true. time well I wrote nervous my first option for number four <laughs> alright what other comments we got here uh Born was the only movie that shaky oh yeah that's true that is the problem with some action movies lately is that shaky camera that it's like alright when I am moving around my eyesight doesn't shake and so when they do that in movies you're like but that's not what we see mm-hmm. a little bit of movement to enhance the action sure but it's like let's talk about Jon Snow <sighs> in Battle of the Bastards because like if we're gonna talk oh, about action hey hey no cut jumping ahead if people haven't watched that show they haven't watched Game of Thrones Yes, a lot of people haven't, and then I'm uh, not, I'm not up to date on the current season. I only watch what's on Netflix. The only live TV I watch is because I'm it here. Was just, it was just by far like the best battle scene I've ever seen, okay, and it wasn't shaky enough. at all. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, mm. good point. Or they just need to do wide shots. Let us see the that. action. Can we keep? A, it's like doing a dance movie. I don't need close ups. I, I want to sit back, yeah, yeah, and totally see agree. wide shots the whole time. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah, because it's going to be action enough or move with the action. You know, not necessarily like. 
jump cutting all over the place and like mm-hmm. shaking the camera because yeah. then it's like, do you not have faith in what your scene is? Mm-hmm. It should be better than that. In Black Swan, when they like had when they like had to like digitally go in and remove all the cameras because like they were all constantly showing the mirror, like they were constantly filming the mirrors. So they that had to like, go really in and like difficult. get rid of everything. Mm. But it looked amazing. It was like perfect. That was a good movie. All right, so we have another guest on here by Ryan Born takes number one, track two, pets three, moms at four, and lights out number five. I'm that's almost good. there with you. Yeah, that's I was going to say I'm almost. I'm halfway there-ish. Yeah, that's mine except for I switched three and four. Yes. And then uh, Daredevil. Oh, yes. Thank you. The fight scene in Daredevil yeah. down the hallway was amazing. Amazing. I, I don't even and watch that show, stairs. but I watched yes. that scene. And down Daredevil fight scenes. And then the raid. Yes, the raid fights. Have you guys seen the raid? No. Oh, my gosh. That one's amazing. That, uh, cr- Correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. guys, because I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I think it's Korean. Uh, thank you if you guys jump in on the chat on that one. You know um, but yeah, it's excellent fight yeah. scenes and staircases, also, cool. and just it's just so good. Yeah. And um, Thai, also Thai martial art films; those have great fight scenes. And you guys not watching Preacher? Camera. You guys watching Preacher at all? No, no, this one I haven't gotten into yet, but I want to. Yeah, a it's couple just, episodes, so a couple much. episodes ago, there was a really, really amazing, amazing fight scene, and I think that uh, mm-hmm. it's that's going to be like what gets people really talking about the show. Really yeah, good. well, it's nice when there's w- something else doing a really good job, and people express that they like that. That hopefully that trickles into mm-hmm. other avenues of like, hey, this is great. So like television, like Netflix is coming out with great shows. So it's like regular Jessica TV Jones. needs to go like, hey, we need to step up our game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and even movies, it's like, look at these um, TV shows that we're all willing to watch eight hours of something yeah. if it's really mm-hmm. good. So it's like you can make a movie just really good. Uh, st- Indonesian, oh, thank so you. High at this point. I was like, thank you. I forgot. I was like, yeah, I couldn't remember what it was. Angel fight. I don't know. Um, I don't know Angel. As I, in I the show really Angel? Yeah, Kelly Buffy probably had some pretty great fight scenes. Those too, ones are right? fun. Uh, yeah, Old Boy. There you go. Uh, yep. See, it's one of those. It's great movies. Reference other ones too. Mm-hmm. Well, well, hands down, we'll say most martial arts movies have great fight scenes. Oh wait, so, yeah, okay. Old Boy and then um, the Raid too. All right, we have another guest. We got Born Number One, Trek Number Two, uh, Pets for Number Three, Bad Mom Four, Five Lights Out. Okay, that's pretty similar to the other one. All right, uh, any other thoughts on this past weekend's box office? And ooh, sorry, I, I have a question. Yeah. Do we are we considering Star Trek a failure or not? I'm yeah. just curious. I was I was like, I was, what, where, where are we I'm placing this? Yes, that's a good point. I'm happy you brought it up. And uh, room and chat uh, and comments, please let us know. So Star Trek only came in at 59, which all of us guessed much higher numbers. Mm-hmm. So does that mean it's a failure? But then again, plenty of movies, just because they don't have a great opening weekend, doesn't count it. I wouldn't count it as a failure. Because mm-hmm. if they make up those numbers later, mm-hmm. like a word of mouth thing, too. Okay. So... Uh, what do you guys think? If a movie doesn't make great numbers opening weekend, does that necessarily count it as a failure? I know a lot of studios and such do look at like what was opening weekend. Yeah. But if Star Trek only came in at fifty nine million, and our guesses from last week of what it would make were sixty five, seventy, and sixty eight, and that was based on the previous Star Trek films, which had numbers that high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just no, expecting I don't think more, so. I think. I was ex- I was expecting more as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to give that one some time. I feel that one will probably be a ripple effect. I yeah. hope so. I bet they you know yeah. they, I bet they probably looked at the numbers and went okay. Yeah. There okay. you go. See. Uh, oh, the angel fighting preacher. That's what you're talking. Yeah. yeah. When like they kept respawning, that was yeah. crazy. And then yeah, thank you. Uh, we got a chat comment from the chat. No, not a failure. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you feel that's a failure for Star Trek? No, I want to see how it does next week and the week after that, and just see what kind of numbers we can make up internationally too. I'm sure it's going to do really really well. 
I think, yeah, the, the, it's one of those movies that it's one of those, we'll see what it does mm-hmm. next weekend, because that would be the true test of, okay, maybe not we, opening Success weekend, yeah, huge, but fail. second weekend. Yes. So, yeah, remains to be seen, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Pretty even with what is tracking was going on opening weekend for the first Star Trek. Yeah, well, we talked <laughs> about the numbers last weekend, and they were actually pretty big, though. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Star Trek is more uh, is meh rather than failure financially. Good point. Yeah, it's not, no, not necessarily a failure. It's a bit more like, meh. Not amazing opening numbers, but still. Numbers in the end ultimately count. Yes, because we do talk about the ulti- uh, the like lifetime gross, too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it's true. All right, it's doing better than Ghostbusters. Ooh. That's true. But yeah, <laughs> any movie that has so much special effects, Star Trek has so much special effects put into it, too. Yeah. So, those ones often Expensive have a bigger budget. Yeah. So, you want to see those big numbers opening weekend. They mm-hmm. would rather, yeah. All right, well, I think that kind of wraps us up for Box Office Breakdown. Thank you so much for watching and tuning in. Uh, please leave us your comments on Twitter, uh, hashtag Box Office Breakdown. Let us know what your predictions are for next weekend. What are the numbers? Where are, are the top five? And, yes, you can include numbers, and we'll try to see uh, who is closest and try to give you guys a shout-out. Again, thank you so much for talking to us in the chat. And then, um, guys, let us know where they can find you. Hey guys, you can find me on Twitter at Quinskillian, you can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram, and you can search for me on Snapchat at Quapchat. You guys can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky and at Richie Sky on Snapchat. And you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane, that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And then uh, make sure to follow Popcorn Talk uh, Network to be up to date on movie news. And we do a lot of great interviews on Popcorn Talk, too, if you're into the movies and wanting to know more about the actors and filmmakers and such. Uh, Again, thank you so much for watching and your support. Give us thumbs up, five stars on iTunes. And again, continue the dialogue. We love it. We love interacting with you. We love hearing your thoughts about it. Again, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.